0: And we're back. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining in to another week of like every day is Sunday. I just want to take a quick second to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have been looking at the stats, kind of diving into all of the analytics of the podcast. And I just want to say I'm so grateful for all of my listeners and even more so grateful for all of the ways that people share their feedback about the podcast with me because, That is the true intent and the true goal. And I just pray so very much in this moment to our heavenly father that truthfully, all that is said is said in alignment with God's word that it falls upon rich soil, and that people who need to listen, tune in, people who feel led to share this, do so, because we really do this all for our good, but God's glory. So I just want to say thank you, Lord Jesus, for the space to do so, the liberty to do so, and we will continue to glorify your name in this space, and as it extends outward, just keep All things in alignment with what you are calling us to do, Lord. So thank you in your name, we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So I'm super excited. I've been working on some fun things for the brand and I am pumped to be able to share it with you all soon. I have been shockingly extra motivated, moved, and led to just expand the brand into these new areas so that we can turn like every day a Sunday into a whole lifestyle brand and really a community, not just a place where people can listen. Um, So people can feel like they're actually a part of something bigger with events, things like that. So I'm excited to bring you guys along with me. I will say that I do struggle a lot to believe in myself at times, that I am equipped to do the things that I hear God calling me to do. Like I'm a baby in my walk of faith. I've believed in God since I was a fetus, but... I am just so new in my faith and learnings of the Lord and like who he is and what he says. So it can be super intimidating to then feel like God is calling you to do that, like to to share the love and the light of the Lord. So I have personally been praying for God to just help me be more encouraged that when I hear him to tell me to do something, I can have the faith. In him as well as myself to execute it and that's what brought me to this week's episode of my most doubtful moment which has actually helped be helped um and become my biggest encouragement so like my most doubtful moment has really become my biggest encouragement and I'm going to share a little bit about that with you guys today um because I don't know about you but I'm constantly thinking of my true purpose and my true calling And I do feel like our generation is always doing that as well. Like we are seeing more people leave corporate America and pursue their dreams now more than ever. And when we feel that push to do something, that feeling of like unqualifiedness and self-doubt just always comes hand in hand, unless you're like a superhuman, I guess. But I know for me personally, and so many people can relate that the more that I am supposed to do something, the harder the resistance is to do it. And the louder I hear God calling me, the louder the enemy's words become as well. And the thoughts in my head have truthfully been questions of how am I going to do this? It's going to cost too much to start. I don't have the time. We all can relate to not having enough time. Um, I don't know where to start. I don't have the equipment. What are people going to think? 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 We've got to say that 10 times. And what if I fail? What if they see me fail? And the funny thing is, is that those questions don't come from the Holy Spirit. Like God's not going to lead you into the fire for it to burn you, nor is he going to tell you like, do this, but you're not qualified. Like, that's not how God works. And I just want to take a, mi- a minute to just acknowledge, acknowledge, <laughs> acknowledge how we talk to our inner self is so important. Because the power just doesn't come from, like, within us. No matter who says what, like, the power just doesn't come from within you. How you see yourself says a lot about your faith. Your faith in the Lord and your faith in who you are being. Like, is what you're doing right? Is it righteous or is it wrong and of not good nature? Like how we see ourselves will say a lot about our faith and your faith should in turn affect how you see yourself. And over the last year of podcasting, I have just learned that the greater my faith in God, the bigger that my opportunities will be. And if I believe that He is who He is, then I know what is possible through Him, and I don't even even need to question my ability. Like I don't even need to know who I am. I don't even need to uh, question what I can do. I just need to say, God says. I am this person. Am I walking in alignment with that? And and if so, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? I can do all things through him. I can execute this because it's not just me doing it. God is calling me to do it. And if he's doing it, if he's telling me to do it, he will make the way. And suddenly... The way you talk to yourself starts to change because of that faith. So suddenly for me, that how am I going to do this turned into God, show me the way The it's going to cost too much to start this turned into God, provide me the resources. God make a way. I don't have the time turned into God bless me with the wisdom and God bless me with the time management to make the most of the time that I do have. Like this was huge for me and in in praying this prayer, God has turned my minutes into 15 minutes. Like I can do one thing in a minute that used to take me 15 minutes to do. And, um, that's not just from the power within me. I can tell you that right now. Um, those moments of God, I don't know where to start. Like, I just don't know where to start turned into God. I have faith that you're going to give me the power of your grace. And I'm asking that you do so so that I can not only see your instructions, but that I can also hear them so that I can also see and hear your instructions because that is what's going to help me figure out where to start. the moments of what are people going to think? What are people going to think? What if I fail? What if they see me fail? Turned into God, I trust in your plan. And God, I trust that your plan will fall upon rich soil, but it will not fall upon dry concrete that's not going to be absorbed and just going to die on the concrete. Like God, lead the way, show me the way give me the faith in you and if you were to ask me like what where did this all come from I would share with you and I'm going to share with you my most doubtful time in life so maybe if you're in this doubtful time you could shift your perspective of how you're going to deal with it um but one of my most doubtful times in my life was when Matthew and I were broken up, and it was a time between college and adulthood, and we were broken up for three years and if I tell you God did like thirty years of work in that three years, and I just heard him tell me like, as I'm begging him that Matthew would be my husband, but that it was not the time for him to be and i I have a lot to share about this, but it has to kind of be in a different episode, but I will just share a little bit with you was that um, I was graduating college and Matt was going into his junior year. Yeah, his junior year or senior year. I have such a bad memory, but he was like reaching the end of his college career. And basically we were gonna be ready to take our next steps in life. Like we were in love, all these things. But he broke up with me out of nowhere. For me, it was out of nowhere. And he made a decision knowing that he was, that if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. And that is literally what this man looked at me and said. He, I was crying, like throwing up, sick to my stomach. And he was like, Brit, like, if it's meant to be, it will be. But the time isn't right. And I'm not going to be able to be what you deserve. I mean, round of applause for Matt. Round of applause for Matt. That is the most difficult thing. I mean, I know he loved me, but he just knew he wasn't in the place and that he would ruin the potential of our future if he stayed with me. And that had to be the most selfless thing he has ever done. Um, though some may say it's selfish because he was no like doing something for himself, but he knew he wasn't ready. Like if you're not ready, you're not ready. Um And I was kind of trying to make him be ready. Not that I was saying, oh, I want to get engaged and stuff, but like my expectations and what he knew my desires were could not be fulfilled. That's why it's very important to have open communication. But during the time of his absence, I lived in this way that I actually would have never lived it. Like if we stayed together, I wouldn't have learned all that I did. And the point is, is that in those three years, I had no idea, but God was working on my heart and preparing me to handle all that was to come so Up until that time, I have been I had dealt with tons of adversity, like when I was a young girl, I dealt with way more adversity, and I've talked about this on other episodes than most people my age, and Matthew came into my life and truthfully like made so many things brighter and There was definitely a reason that God brought us together at such a young age because Matt sees my heart in a way, and I could cry. I could cry because of how much I love him, but like he sees my heart in such a way that so many other people don't, and he's so protective of that, and I felt like God just knew I really needed that in my life. Um, So we were brought together at this young age. We broke up, and when we broke up, no matter how much stuff I've been through in the past, when we broke up, it was the end of the world for me. Like I had been through so much. I was so strong. I could deal with anything. I I could really be joyous through any situation that came my way. But when Matthew and I broke up, I crumbled. I was so weak. I lost weight. I lost energy. I, I just fell into such a slump and dealt with such a crippling anxiety that like I didn't know what to do. And I had to desperately lean on God. Now, I'll share with you, like, growing up before Matthew, I heavily relied on God. Matt came into my life and I still relied on God, but sometimes I would put things that only God could do for me onto Matthew and I would put, like, a lot a lot on him. That, like, that was God's job to heal me from, not Matt's. So, like, when we broke up, I did realize that and I had found that, I needed to get close to the Lord again. Like Matthew couldn't fill that void of God, right? Like I need to have my relationship with God and it needs to be separate from my relationship with Matthew. And I can't lose sight of one relationship when I'm in the other. And I can never lose sight no matter what is going on in my life of the Lord and what my calling is and my relationship with him and all that he wants me to work on. So for three years, I leaned in. And when I say leaned, I leaned in. And I will say that a lot of my decisions still were shockingly out of character for me. Um, But they taught me so much about who I didn't want to be. So with that, I partnered with God to become more in line with him and have a more intimate relationship with him. And it was the first time in my life that well, prior to, you know, working with God on that, it was the first time in my life that I really was like, oh crap, like I can't do this life without living the way God wants me to. Because up until that point, I was really only living in alignment with the Lord and with what he wanted. So I had to kind of like lose myself a little bit after me and Matt broke up to see those rocky waters and say like, wow, it was humbling. Like, wow, I have the ability to make bad decisions. Like my whole life, I never really made a bad decision. So in those three years, I kind of like, made some of the best, not the best decisions, and did things that made me question my character, and I'm like, wow, like, this is not who I want to be. So, I say all of that to say that missing Matt, recognizing, and recognizing that I wasn't being true to who God wants me to be, made me the most desperate for God's direction, the most desperate for his hands to be in my life. Like, Most desperate to cleanse myself with like his water, like just like Lord, like fill my life right now, fill me with your spirit. And I'm like, every single night when I tell you praying, like at least the last two years, the first year, I think I kind of was just like, screw him. (laughs) Sorry, Matt, if you're listening, but I was like, screw him. I'm gonna live my life. Like I was sitting in sorrows, but also just like going out, having so much fun, like doing all these different things still praying and stuff, but like also just like living my life to the fullest. And then like the two years after I was like back to this place of like, Lord, like I still think this is my husband and I can't forget about him. And so I was praying every single night and I'm like, God, you have told me Matthew is my person, but it's not looking like this in the flesh. And I was doubting everything I heard all because God's promise wasn't being fulfilled when I wanted it to. His promise, wasn't being fulfilled when I wanted it to. Like how selfish of me to think that God's on my time, right? So I would journal and pray and journal and pray and journal and pray and beg, 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 beg God to just show me what he was doing. Like, I'm like, Lord... If you're real, if you're out there, like, please show me what you're doing. Like, come on, I'm seeking you. Why aren't you showing me? And I feel like a lot of people can relate, right? Like, when you're in this moment of the most doubt and you're like, I'm coming to you, God, like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to lean on you, but where's my answer? And it's like, God doesn't work like that. Like, when you have faith in the Lord, you have faith in his timing, you have faith in everything he does and the way he does it. Like, you cannot say I'm god I'm coming to you so that you're going to tell me what's going on or god I'm telling you so that you can make it right or god I'm I'm bringing this before you but I'm going to do what I want anyway like that's not how it works and so years later I had come to find out that after Matthew and I got back together I had been faced with needing to trust God again. Now, I just have to say, do you guys realize that God reveals himself in the most perfect time? Of course he wasn't showing me in the midst of my discomfort all that he was doing, because that's not when I needed to hear it. If he told me, Matthew is going to be your husband on this day, I would have sat in my room and done nothing until that day and and I probably wouldn't have been able to focus on anything else but instead he revealed what he had to reveal what he knew he had to reveal and then the rest he was just working on so when years later came me and Matthew are back together I'm faced again with needing to trust God and I have these things going on in my life now that like I really need to have an exceedingly abundant amount of faith like there needs to be no question in my faith otherwise i'm not going to be making it through and i'm not going to be able to do anything that god wants me to do and i open up my journal and i read through all my prayers and my sorrows and all my pleads for god's direction only to find in that exact moment the realization of all the promises that God filled over the years, and how every single prayer that I prayed was answered in the most absolute perfect way. And I'm like, wow, God. Like, for example, like things didn't look perfect during the time that me and Matt were broken up, and I was again at my lowest. But when I saw that get fulfilled, and how God fulfilled it, and the details that He worked out. I have the faith that things ended up better than I could have ever imagined and way better than if things happened in the time that I wanted. And quite honestly, if I was looking inward, trying to pull the answers for myself, let me tell you that the outcome would not be as great as what it is now with the Lord. Like I can't express that enough. And now as I face these trials and tribulations and, and different moments of doubt, things that are honestly way worse than Matthew and me being broken up. Like I've got, you know, my dad's battling this, these certain bills of health and like things going on within my family. And, I, and I'm just reminded that like during what was the absolute worst time of my life at that point, up until that point, through what felt like the most like draining, most like I can't get through this moment ever, That he brought me through it and what his plan was was way better than what I imagined it to be. So now when I'm facing so much worse in situations that could really be debilitating to me. um, Like if you know me, my dad is like, my dad is my lifeline. And knowing that he's battling something right now is something that would have probably put me in a mental institute if i hadn't seen god's work before and that's on a huge scale now you break that down to a smaller scale of even just like the things that i want to do in life like i wouldn't be able to you know have this podcast and create this brand and follow my calling of what god's wanting me to do never mind do it during one of the biggest trials of my life but because i can go back to this journal i can open it up i can remind myself of god's promises and how God has worked in my life, and even if it's not a physical journal, even if you can sit back and think of all of these things that you know God has done in your life, all the blessings that He has already given you, you can see that moving forward, you know the mountaintops they're high, and and the the praises that we can give Jesus are overwhelming, like we could feel the power of the Holy spirit in the great moments. But when you're down in that valley and you're looking up at the top of the mountain and you're like, how the hell am I going to get up? I just like envision God in the background, like a hamster almost like on, like if I'm on this treadmill walking thing, like the things at the airport, I forget what they're called. That like, just, you know, you can just keep going forward on. I just imagine God, like his hands pushing that thing up, as it's pushing me up. Like he is just lifting me up to the top of the mountain. That is like my vision when I see the top of the mountain and I feel like I'm at the bottom and I don't know how I'm going to get up there or when I don't feel qualified or when I don't feel like God's telling me to do something and and I don't feel like I can do it. Like I can look back on these moments. And so I feel like it just, it's so important to just, Remember, like, he is so faithful. My journal, it was filled with so many, so many, God, I think I hear you saying to do X, but. God, I think you are nudging me, but. God, I I think you want me to, but. And those three long, long, long years of pain were just years that made up A faith-stretching season that has been used now for God's glory. And I am not saying that I don't struggle still. However, I am not stuck in that level of doubt that I was. And I am just learning to grow my self-confidence through him. Not pulling it inward out of my soul that's already meek and weak. Like, I am doing it through him. And like I mentioned, journaling has been huge, And I think as you write your prayers to God, you're almost reminding yourself of his good in your life. And whether it be the smallest things, like, you know, these uh, projects you want to complete, figuring out who you want to be, all these different things, or the biggest things in life, like the huge hurdles that are thrown at you. And when you feel weary, as so many of us do, you can see his work in your own life rather than just seeing what he does in others. Because I've learned, like, Hearing other people's stories like Victorious Triumphs has truthfully strengthened my faith because I'm like, wow, God, look at what you've done. But I also have sat in what God has done in my life and and his capabilities in my life. And I will say it over and over again, if you're struggling with self-doubt, not knowing how to go about what you feel led to do, if you're feeling stuck and unqualified when it comes to accomplishing your goals and you're just worrisome about where your life is currently, believe in looking inward and expecting answers within you to just like, if you're believing in that, like if you're believing in looking inward and expecting these answers within you to just magically appear, that's not going to do it. If you have self doubt, you have to turn to something, and you have the choice of what you're going to turn to—some other higher power, the new age thought of the universe, da da da—all these things. Beating yourself up because you just can't you can't find the way to get out of your own head. Like it's not going to be a peaceful walk in the park, and a relationship with God doesn't look like that. It doesn't look like a peaceful walk in the park all the time, and it's not because God isn't good. It's because because God uses things. To make us good. And you're always going to be sacrificing something if you lean into these other things. But when you turn to God, when you turn to God, you have someone who will never, ever, ever let you down. Someone who has never missed. Someone who's never dropped the ball. Someone's never thrown the ball back at you in your face. It's someone who has your back, who wants to see you win, who wants to see you be the best version of yourself. No matter what you're going through, no matter how terrible it is, he will turn it around and use it for his glory and for your good and you can just rest in that peace. So wrapping up today to just say that I think like an action point of what you could do is like write down the most horrible things in your life what they've taught you. And if you feel like they haven't taught you anything, turn to the Lord and see how you can turn those situations around and learn to be better from them. Because if you haven't been seeking God in those terrible moments, it may be true that you are just still sitting with them and they are affecting you negatively, but there's nothing he can't heal you from. And last but not least, I just really encourage you to A, recognize your self-doubt. B, learn a little bit about how Jesus lived his life and who Jesus is calling us to be and who you are in God's eyes because the rest will just come complete from there and it will help you battle those emotions of insecurity so, so much.